Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. So now, okay, so now, now you say something. Hello, hello, hello. And you, it's just you're a plethora of information. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping to be. I'm going to actually pay attention to the mode that it's on right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have this effect. See, you, my brain. <laughs> I love it. I love your brain. It's so great. And, um, it's a little. I'm like, okay, this, this mode. Let's try this mode. Okay, last one, and then we're going to actually try. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna blow people's ears out. I'm like, like, (laughs) (laughs) they're like horrible lady. (laughs) Simmer it down. Try to eat the microphone. Pull it together. (laughs) Get yourself together. Pull yourself together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Now we know Lorelai snorts. Okay, so we are here with Miss Katie Okuna, who is amazing, and I'm so excited. Oh, so let me just introduce, welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai, and I'm so excited to have with me here today, Katie Okuna, who is one of the most amazingest witchy womans I have ever met. <laughs> I met her at a psychic fair, oh God, when did I meet? In December, in December. Is it December? October. One of those. It might have been October. It might have been, I don't, yeah. Yeah, it wanted one of them times. <laughs> one of them times. Yes, and you did the most incredible. Okay, so here's the thing. I do tarot readings, and I did not know that one could do a past life reading with tarot cards. And so I like glommed onto that instantaneously and was like, mm-hmm, yep, this one's, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> This is what I'm gonna go do. Yeah, you know, and I was with one of my one of my dear friends, Danielle, and we wanted to get like because we have this like very strange connection, <laughs> and we're like, hey, yo, we need some answers, and so we came to you, and it was like a bonfire of energy. Oh my gosh, yeah, it was intense. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, I think I'm still coming down. Yeah, from it. <laughs> yeah. If ever, if ever, I don't know what it's like to do cocaine, but I think in the energetic sense, it was kind of like doing cocaine. Yeah, I mean, we were vibing. I didn't even need my Red Bull that I normally. Girl. I normally do. After you guys left, I was like. <gasps> yeah. I see sound. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah. I was like just on cloud nine. And then even when you dropped in uh, at the last fair. Yes. It was, I mean, I was kind of getting tired after a while. And then I saw you guys and I'm like. <gasps> and we're awake. <gasps> we're alive. <laughs> Here we are for the day. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, because when you have somebody that's as open and gifted as you are, oh. and Danielle is, and you know, it, it, it's so much easier to read and connect. Right. <laughs> no, it's so true, because then you're like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna get your mind blown here so yeah. and then I think I in friend yeah exactly <laughs> and then I borrowed some of your energy I'm like mm, she won't mind no, no I'm just kidding <laughs> not at all not even a little bit I was freely given oh, sister and you're <laughs> such a goddess I swear yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, she's done after this I know <laughs> <laughs> 
It's true. Yeah. It's true. This is the last life that Lorelai will be living here. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. This is going to be the woo-woo episode, y'all. I'm just saying. Woo-woo. The woo-woo. It's going to be so good. Yeah. So, Katie, for everybody, why don't we just start... Okay. What I ask everybody on this episode, whenever I have somebody that I talk to, I ask, where do you feel like your empathic journey began? And what did that look like for you? Because I feel like a lot of people have a very different story and I just want to develop that connection between empaths, especially one that is as powerful as you are. Well, thank you. We all have beginnings <laughs> somewhere. So yeah. do tell us your journey. Um, I think my journey actually began as part of my birth. I was unplanned. <laughs> I was a surprise package. Mm. Uh, my father didn't want any more children. So surprise. Surprise. Um, yeah, born into a very rocky family Mm. uh very unloved you know my parents i don't think loved each other uh, very much so you know dad in and out so you do experience a lot of pain Mm. um growing up a lot of a lot of family issues so my my empath journey you know part of the empath journey can be experiencing a lot of pain in their life yeah yep to relate to so that's where i take mine back to is, is starting that um direction and then though through it because it, it seemed like so much pain physically and mentally followed me in my life mm-hmm. and then my my really getting in, in in touch with the fact that I am a you know clear cognizant and an empath and everything and, and exploring that um, after my last health crisis has just changed me completely I'm the healthiest I've been in yeah <laughs> years so yeah, but my my journey started back as a child, and I was always trying to heal people as a child mm. because I didn't want them to be in that pain. So if I knew somebody was in a bad family instance or hurting in any way, I didn't want them to hurt because I didn't like to hurt. Right. So, so when you were a kid, you felt like this draw to heal. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you ever, like, think when, when you watched movies and stuff like that, did you think to yourself, I could totally do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> I used to walk around, too, and tell my mom I was half, like, I used to be like, I'm half cat. I'm half cat goddess. And, you know, I oh would say God. things like that, and I would act it out. I mean, I was just so in touch with a different side of normal. Yes. You know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Because everybody kind of, like, they, they think that this whole thing is, quote, unquote, crazy. No. But it's it's literally another side. Of, I love yeah. that. Another side of normal. It's another side of normal. Because if we think about it, you know, from the time humans existed, they found their way of spirituality was kind of something they just practiced as automatic. Yes. But now this day and age, we're made to feel ashamed of wanting to practice our way of being spiritual. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really sad because it holds people back from healing each other, understanding each other, it causes judgment, it's awful. Yeah. As a kid, I hated to see people in pain. As an adult, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, you know, and I was just talking to my, I was doing a coaching session before this, and you do have to use discernment because you can't fix everybody. Yes. <laughs> you know, but yes. it, that's a hard thing for an empath to, to to do well and I feel like a lot of people nowadays because there's all this stigma I talk about stigma a lot on the (laughs) on the uh, you know especially (laughs) with a with a a church driven society and I say church because 
um, there is a improper amount of dogma that comes because I feel like every single type of spiritual oh. practice, you know, whether it's Hinduism or Buddhism, Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, um, like all of that is has its own very beautiful practice and culture. But then there's also some dogma that's associated (laughs) with it. A lot. You know, a lot of them, (laughs) a lot of them are, you know, suppression of the feminine. Like, I'm sorry, like, not to, like, go in there. But at the same time, I kind of do because I feel like that is a very real thing that's happening right now where the feminine energetic is starting to emerge. And it's not necessarily taking over, but I feel like it's becoming this thing where it is rising. Yeah. And it is becoming one, like just for instance, in the United States, the fact that we have a male and a female counterpart that's leading the country. I feel like that is a beautiful representation of where we are supposed to be headed. Unity. Yes. With the yin and the yang. Yeah. The marriage. You know, it's, we're all here. If we all just loved ourselves a lot more, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we could love other people a lot more. Yes. And how does that look for you, like uh, specifically? How do you practice your unconditional loving of the self? Well, I actually have to go through and fight my own demons. Yes. I have to realize that when I am judgmental, because we all are. Yeah. You know, I might see a girl that looks cute, and I'm like, oh, she thinks she's all that. And then I'm like, she wait, sure I want to be her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She sure is. Yeah. Because yeah. that was something I suffered from when I was younger. Right. Confidence. Because we're taught to compete against each other constantly, and we're never good enough. Right. So yeah, you know, it's working on those thoughts that maybe even for a second, because I'm all about empowering. Like now I'm like, oh, you go girl. Yeah. You know, that takes a lot to be you. Yes. Right? Right. Anybody in their element. Yes. Anybody being their true self that's not causing harm or anything to anybody else, if mm-hmm. you know, with good intentions. Yes. I love it because yeah. they're loving themselves. They're yes. they're in their mode. They're living <laughs> in a different space, but you can yeah. see that space as something sacred. Yeah. So that's, you know, and then I have to go back and look at myself like, well, why would you even care? Yeah. How does it affect you? Yeah. And you start to heal from that. Well, it doesn't. I, you know, in fact, I want to be able to do that. Right. And eventually over years, I am the the one that are like, oh my God, what's wrong with her? You know? And I feel like a lot of that, like that, that, that is a very good interpretation and definition of what it may be the issue with society right now as a whole because you know you do see these tense tense judgments and tense like polarities developing because one may not understand the other but through the accusation and through the criticism lies the fear and lies the this is what I probably need the most (sighs) yeah and then isn't isn't that so much it's, how it is? Like yeah. you critique and you judge the thing yeah. that you probably need the most. The most. Is yeah. That just kind of like. <laughs> yeah. And it's so healing, though, when you realize that, because now, you know, you've deducted everything else that that, that is compiled on top of that. Yeah. And now you're going to the root of the issue. Yep. And you're annihilating it mm. and you grow powerful from it. Yep. And then you're no longer that person. Now you've ascended a little bit more and a little bit closer to, you know, your true belief system and your true self-love of who you are. Because yep. now you're, you're, you're doing that work to make yourself better. Yes. And that's just going to project in everything. Yes. And then you start to vibrate into an entire different density. 
Different, yeah, completely different. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in my own world. Yeah, yeah. hello, Christ consciousness. Yes, How are you? Exactly. Thank let's, you. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's the thing is, we all lack self love. Mm-hmm. All of us, mm-hmm. because we're taught not to love ourselves. Yes, we're taught everything that we do love about ourselves is wrong. Right. And and it's not just religion; it's in society. Right. Well, yeah. selflessness is the yeah. act of true love when that is n- deeply flawed. Yeah. I mean, how are you supposed to actually love another person if you don't even have the love for yourself? So true. To even give you, to practice your own independence and practice what it is that you inherently need in order to be who you are. Yeah. And and how do you... how do you expect anybody to love you if you don't even love? Yeah. Yeah. Yourself. Or know what you even know need or want. want. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you make your bad decisions. You end up in bad relationships because you're constantly trying to fill a cup with somebody else instead uh-huh. of yourself or your belief. And you know what that's called? <laughs> Codependency. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm in there. Oh, we all have. Yeah. That is the most deep-seated conditioning that I feel the world has been stuck in for a very long time. And we are finally gaining the awareness of it and moving forward. And moving forward and letting go. Yes. You know, I'm the person that will hold on to to everything. Like, uh, remember when you took my penny in first grade? You know. (laughs) Okay, I don't think we've discussed your sun sign is. What's your sun sign again? What is it? I'm Aquarius. (laughs) I'm always in my head. Yeah, but you're the one that's going to change the world. Oh, I hope so. I mean, you know, I just want... It's your age right now, sister. It is. Yeah. The age of the Aquarius. I'm Aquarius 6... Or Aquarius 16th. Oh, my gosh. February 16th. So, yeah, yeah, I have a lot of... um, So, I have air and earth trines. But I lack a lot of fire and water. Oh. My daughters are fire and and my son, fire and water. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. That was meant to be. Yeah, they drive me crazy. I love them. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was meant, you know, they they helped fill my cups too. Oh my God. I love that. Well, they're pieces of you. (laughs) Naturally, that's exactly what the extension of you is what's going to help you realize who you are. And isn't that cool too? So yeah. freaking amazing. I did that. So amazing. Yeah. I, I made that. That's, I made that. That's, that's mine. Yeah. yeah. I pulled that all together. Yeah. I know. We women yeah. are so clever, aren't we? Aren't we? Yeah. It's and the way our bodies work. I mean, it's all just a miracle. And when you really, um, I, I think, dig even deeper into that and, and the nurturing mm-hmm. part of our souls of who we are and, you know, the masculine and the feminine. Yeah. I mean, I'm super in touch with my masculine. You see, I drive a lifted Jeep. I'm tatted, you know, yeah, super in touch with it because that's, but you're also go, go, go yeah. get the job done. You have a, like a very regimented, like you have a, a thing and you're always like, I feel like your work ethic is a very powerful motivator for you. Yes. And so I feel like when you need, when you access more of your yin, that yeah. is going to balance out. That- Ooh, that's good. Wow, I never yeah. even looked at it oh, like girl, that. I think I'm going to start reading you the rest of this. Do book. it, do it, do it. Do oh, it. Yeah. I like it. I read everybody. I never get ready. Yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> no. queen. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> Now we got to get into more back to you because okay. we're, I mean, this is beautiful and I love having these conversations because it can just, but we're going to continue forward. Yeah. Um, okay. So when did you start doing the tarot reading? When did you discover, you see, I remember we talked a moment ago yeah. that you got a, a Rider weight tarot deck <laughs> and you're like, well, this is not the thing. Yeah. So go from there. Let's okay. talk about that. So I think, so this is about 20, 21 years ago. I, I went and got just a basic standard right away deck. And 
I popped it out and I started playing with it because I've always been an intuitive, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'll explore this side. I'm drawn to it. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you know, you're like, I'm like, how do I lay the cards and what do they mean? And what, it's upside down now. And, you know, I didn't, me trying, because my brain doesn't work that way. I'm also ADHD. So my yeah. brain doesn't, you know, I've got 30 different things going on in my head at once. I don't yeah. retain stuff easily even when I try my hardest. And so I gave up on it. I walked away. Um, I turned away from my spirituality for a long time because of divorce issues. And it was kind of used against me and and it hurt me a lot. So I kept it closed. And I started going to um, Crystal Bowl. Oh, I love Crystal Bowl. (laughs) By the way, thank you, Bianca, for letting us be in your yoga studio. Yes, it's Crystal Bowl in Brentwood, baby, by Telegators. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Do snaps. Do snaps. (laughs) But, you know, um, I had started meditating a couple years prior to that. And then when I came here, I just started feeling really in tune. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to pick some cards up. And within a couple of months, she's like, Bianca's like, hey, do you want to do past life? Because she asked me, I said, I'm a past life reader. I always got glimpses of people's past lives and information, you know. What did that look like? Tell tell us about that. (laughs) (laughs) Like sometimes when I look at people, I actually see them morph. Like they actually will change. And it's kind of a split thing. So, you know, I would see you going from here into a tall male. You know what I mean? And sometimes I can capture the pictures. Sometimes when I scry, I'll see my oh, past yeah. lives. Oh, you know. Okay, explain scrying. Um, basically, it's it's mirror hypnotism. Some people call it. I stare into the mirror and kind of get lost, and I actually astral project too while oh, I do it. God. So I get. Uh, yesterday, I had a lady, and she had like a sun head. Whoa. Um, before I've had people that look like trees. Like it, you know, you actually see these things, and I know. People are like, oh, what was she taking? <laughs> but you don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really just focusing your intuition. And then you have, you know, your mirror dimensions. And it, it, it What just, is that? Yeah, it's just different dimensions. I mean, there's dimensions within dimensions. Oh, within yeah. Dimensions. So, oh, yes. yeah, mirror dimensions. It's, you know. It's just like dimension. a reflective dimension. Yeah but it's oh easier to pass through for some reason or to reflect back to what we need to see. Yes. You know, and, I, and you know, I've seen um, Egypt before. And, you know, there's sometimes while I'm mirror meditating and I'll close my eyes and open them back up. But usually I'm, I'm staring there. Well, see, now you're... <laughs> Are you doing it? Yeah, Are you doing it right yeah, now? Yeah, because I'm talking about it. So yeah. it's like... But, you know, that's even um, mirrors. Like when uh, I was doing that one reading and the football player. Were you there when the football player was? Oh, no. Yeah. That was Danielle. Yeah, Sorry. that was, <laughs> yes, that was with, yeah, the, the other guy. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. But it comes from the mirror because that's what I'm looking at and then that's what I see them run through. That is fascinating. <laughs> so there's actually a um, astrophysics, I think it's astrophysics, or actually it could just be, um, quantum physics. It's probably quantum physics. Because yeah. I have an astrophysicist husband, so oh. I have a very thick science <laughs> side and oh then an also a very thick metaphysical, <laughs> like, spiritual side. Um, Balance. And I remember him talking about in quantum physics, there is a theory that there are membranes that separate the different time dimensions. Yeah. I can't remember if that's string theory or if that's another theory. I can't oh. remember what it's called. 
But string theory is like everything has a, a vibration. So right. every single molecule, every atom, every quark has a vibration. Okay. And it's, I mean, that's, and they're, they're supposed as strings. It's very complex. I remember reading about it once. Yes. Because I, I, I remember the name, but. But as soon as you're mentioning wow. the mirror dimensions, I'm yeah. imagining these membranes. So I see, like a lot of times, like um, when I'm really going deep, I'll see grids. It almost looks oh, like a grid. God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. and different colors. But I wonder if that's what it is. Just like uh, sometimes when I astro project, I, you almost can zoom into like your ceiling almost, uh, yeah. you know, or um, what's it, remote, remotely. It's like a, I'm not very good at it, but when I get lost, it's you can zoom in and out of areas it's weird yeah wow mine's not controlled yeah so you know when it happens it kind of freaks me out kids <laughs> <laughs> like i'll be in a deep meditation and it's like all of a sudden then i'm looking down my hallway through the door oh my god yeah it's weird that's intense yeah <laughs> so you start you you do that now you've done that for a long time since i was a child okay yeah. so then with the with the tarot readings, when did you start? You, oh. you just read yourself, and then you just started reading people. Like, how did um, that even? I just started using it as validation to my, what I was reading. So oh. when I came here uh, in October, that was the first time I ever sat down and read a stranger. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I had just been at home, like seeing, like uh, doing a reading, say on my husband of his past life, and making sure that the cards were coinciding and helping guide me as well along the way right but it was going with where i was going and it's kind of what already comes to my mind i don't necessarily need the cards but they're my like confidence yeah <laughs> and what i they're my validation yeah yeah exactly so yeah. like it's it's sort of like okay this is what's in my head is this for real yeah. and then like i and i i like how you don't use just one deck <laughs> yeah i have like 10 of them yeah <laughs> yeah and like how do you pick which one for each person? Do you feel pulled towards each one? I feel pulled, yeah. Uh, sometimes, like, you know, when I'm looking at you and I get what life wants to come through, you know, say it's native, then I'll go to a more shaman. Shamanistic type deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deck. And then, because that way I'm going to get more clarity out of it. There's a reason I'm seeing it. You know, I may start with an area that, uh, or uh, cards that will have different areas just to make sure... I'm on the right track. And a yeah. lot of the times within the third card, third or fourth card, that one will come out no matter what deck I use. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, like it's happening whether you like it or not. Yeah, oh, and then God. if not, then I'll, okay, let's reevaluate it. Yeah. Maybe that's not the one that needs to come through. And then eventually it comes through again yeah. in a reading. I mean, like you had multiple. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Because that answered a lot of questions because, you know, I had, I had done a, actually the previous episodes were with Danielle and we kind of touched on like how we have this very strong connection. We first met each other and we're like, whoa, I know you. <laughs> I not only know you, but like I've known you for a long time. Oh yeah. And it's funny because, you know, she says, oh, there was like, n there's there's no romantic feelings at all. And it's like, that's true for like this lifetime, but we have had multiple past lives where we had a very romantic yes. relationship. And it's weird <laughs> feeling that. Yeah. And remembering it. It's, a, it's yeah, because you do, you t I mean, it's part of who your soul is. It's, yeah. it's a lesson your soul went through and experienced. So you're, you know, and you're, because you're so open and so gifted, 
you can tap into that so easily. That's why you'd be really good at past life reading. Dude, I, I think that that might be the thing. Oh, I love it. Because I picked up those same cards. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Well, and I didn't know that Dr. Brian Weiss actually consulted in making those cards. And like my listeners know about Dr. Brian Weiss because okay. I talk about him all the time. So he's the one that wrote that book, Many Lies, Many Masters. Oh. He's the one that sort of catalyzed this whole past life regression oh okay meditation then he's a, a renowned psychiatrist and psychologist like has you know his his degree through like yale and through columbia he was practicing as a physician and he met this woman who was having like no progress and who was having such a hard time he went through all of his modalities and mm -hmm. like nothing was really sticking until finally he decided let's try hypnosis and she regressed herself. Yeah. And then it was like three or four months of every single day her coming in and like, I'm like ruining the book. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. But like, <laughs> I love it. I'm in for all. I'm like just like, It is. Well, that I was what amazing. kind of catapulted me mostly into past life because I'm like, what? That is, and that was yeah. a thing. Like, it wasn't like he was really trying, but then like she was channeling source energies, like, ascended masters mm -hmm. and speaking to him and it was like whoa like it wasn't like this guy was like this this dude that <laughs> has always been into like meditation yeah. and spirituality and whatever and just found this thing he was like no this just i mean i hate saying random because nothing is random everything has a purpose yes everything has a purpose but i mean wow mind-blowing mind-blowing yeah. and, and so i love this i love to hear that because you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, past lives, ha, 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 ha. You know, and that's fine, and that's their right, right, you know. But at the same time, why are you putting me down? Because there are people like you and, and, and this guy that are really educated or really in tune that do yeah. connect with it. Yeah. And, you know, do resonate with it and find healing in it, too. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's because a lot of the things that you do in this life are echoes of what you did in your past. Oh, yes. And you know, let me tell you with all of my readings, I, I not that anybody has told me, most people say it always comes through, the past life that comes through has to do with an issue. Yep. That they're dealing with. Dude. Or has been a theme in their life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it makes so much sense. It's almost like, you you pass through this veil when you come to this life and yeah. you forget everything, but that knowledge is still there. Yes. And when you learn about the, it's almost like you're like that. Of course. Yeah. Of course, that's why I feel this way, and that's why I'm going through this because that makes sense. Yeah. And you bring that knowledge in for a reason because you chose to come here to heal it. Yep. So you can further ascend. Yep. It's all, I mean, you know, I can go down my rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the rabbit holes. Oh, my rabbit so holes. Good. You know, um, I have my firm faith and my firm belief, and I do everything I can to keep ascending. That's yeah. why I do that self-love work, too, because to me, I believe, you know, we'll say God. My mm -hmm. version is God. Yes. And everybody has their own version, mm -hmm. and I respect that. Yeah. But my, to get closer you know, close to God. I God loves me no matter what. And uh -huh. I need to start loving myself so I can love God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and find that perfection in my soul that will bring you the utmost happiest because that's when you know when you feel complete love. This is all beyond our our feeling and our senses. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we're so tainted here, but our souls, you know, crave light and love and peace, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So I think this is all part of the ascension process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like to know and understand what source and what God energy is, is to know yourself. Yes. Because we're all connected in that way, right? Abs that's absolutely <laughs> it. And to, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And to it. spread it to each other. I mean, to be the example. Yes. And mm -hmm. to like, okay, so when you when you realize that you are into like the past life stuff what yeah. brought you to the past life terror reading oh <laughs> so i i i was in a past life as a kid like you know i have night terrors and stuff and i would wake oh. up and i would be like i'm i'm late for the train where's my wedding dress and i'm seven. Oh my god you know so i would act out my past lives so with the tarot you know i just kept like my guides were just do past life, do past life, do past life. You know, I could do love. I don't do future. Oh, me neither. Yeah, I think we need to talk about that yeah. at some point. Finish what you're saying, <laughs> though. Will. Yeah. But I was drawn to it because, one, I'm a Syrian. Yes. And we believe in the Akashic Record. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, one of my guides is Ishtar. Oh, my God. I love and that. Sekhmet. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. It. yeah, those are my, that's who I resonate with. That's who I connect with. And that's why I used to say I was half cat because I would see her and I thought she was like, yeah, you know, just a kitty. Yeah, just a little kitty. She's part of me. I'm yeah, a cat. She you know, <laughs> yeah, because oh. you know she would say we were sisters and this and the other. I just didn't know who she was. Yeah. So anyway, but um, I got completely out. But to 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 do the tarot, I just thought, well, this will help guide me too, because there's so many different past lives to pick up on, and we do we can bring <laughs> multiple different things we need to work on. Yeah. So, you know, when I go and I start looking at it, then I can focus more on what, what I'm supposed to focus on. So the first three cards that come out, you know, oh, it's um, imprisonment. Yes. You know, and, and spirituality and biblical times, you huh. know. And then I start reading off of it and resonating it. Was somebody persecuted because of religious beliefs? Were they a persecutor? Right. So you was know? it like something that just like kind mm. of just downloads in yes. as you oh I love that it almost channels so I'm you know a lot of times as I'm doing it I end up like toward the end I almost can't remember everything from the beginning because I'm just going yeah yeah I'm not thinking I'm just going yeah and I do find that I'm channeling more and more even when I do radio shows because mm -hmm. I ask for the words to come yeah and I ask to hear and communicate as best as I can. Yeah. So, I, you know, and some of it I think is channeling through. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It just flows through and then it comes through as a feeling and then sometimes it'll take me to a part of my life where I hurt, where I can resonate with and then I can communicate. Well, this person, you know, say I was starving. Oh. Like when my dad broke his back and we had no money, oh. you know, and, and we were really broke and so we all we did was eat spaghetti yeah <laughs> spaghetti tacos spaghetti sandwich you know? spaghetti tacos <laughs> yeah you can make a ton of spaghetti and it would last you know and that's what we had to do so i would i just resonated that it had popped into my head while doing a reading and you know the next card came out with starvation oh wow and you know it's it was about a deprived life so, and it ended up really resonating with my client. I don't, I won't go too much into it, but right. it ended up uh, really resonating and being healing. 
That is absolutely. But that's kind of, you know, it's paying attention because we all get these downloads and we get these ideas and then our ego gets in the way. Right. So we were just like, why was I thinking about when I had to eat spaghetti? Right. You know? <laughs> and the question, the, the real thing is, is to not to ask why. Right. It's to go, why am I thinking about the time where we had to, you know, very limited resources and had to, you know, eat a little less or yes. whatever. I mean, we, we still had food, but yeah. it just made me think of how I hated it and I just couldn't go get McDonald's like my friends or whatever, yeah. you know, so I was deprived. Oh my God. Yeah. And limited. And limited. And then I, you know, you don't want to eat because it's spaghetti. Right. Again. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. at the same time you're starving. Yeah. So what else can you do? Yeah. And then it all ends up relating. And then when the next card starvation, you do put two and two together, oh you know? God. So a lot of times it takes you, that's why inner healing is really good too when you're an intuitive. Because then you can pay attention to those things without thinking you're feeling sorry for yourself. Yes. You know? Yes. It's just a memory. Right. And it's coming through for a reason. But you've already grown past it because you realize it's part of just who you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's a part of your lesson and everything. Yeah. I also feel like that's a that's a very powerful psychological tool as well yeah. with like, you know, from like a practitioner to patient standpoint where you make that connection with somebody. Yes. When you can actually hear somebody tell them their, their story and like, or maybe you're doing like the reading or whatever, and from a practitioner and patient, if they're saying something and the, the practitioner is able to be like, oh, I went through that. Yes. You're able to connect, make a bridge between you and your patient by connecting with them with that issue. Be like, I went through that. I understand and I see you, you Having know? Empathy. Yeah. It's like that, that power to feel the other person and knowing it's theirs, yeah. but you you remember your own lesson and your own situation in your life and be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember and, that. and you know how helpful that would be? And because, you know, when you're a patient and you're going through stuff and they're making you feel like you're crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, yes. and they're not stopping and going here's my patient at their wit's end. No, I mean, not all, but you know. Yes, but there's there's a good amount. Yeah, I've yeah. had a few that just judged me right off the bat. And then I was thrown in this process of being bounced around and then made to feel, you know, awful. And then luckily though, somebody listened. figured it out and listened and, you know, they showed me empathy too. Mm you know, during the whole visit, and it was so refreshing, and I can tell you, the feeling. it's amazing when you use what we're given. <laughs> oh, it's okay, mine's probably talking to yours. I know, it's like, I need food in it. Do it. Just in case you didn't know, my stomach just growled extra loudly and was very rude and interrupted Katie. It was a sign. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about starvation. Oh, there you go. Oh, see, that's what it is. I'm yeah. feeling it. You're feeling it's it. Cyclical. <laughs> there you go. It was meant to be. All right, beautiful pod people of the intuitive side of things. That concludes part one of my interview with Katie Acuna. Make sure you stay tuned for next week's second part of this interview where we talk more with Katie about her process with intuitive tarot reading and how she got into past life tarot reading and also how she got into coaching and how you can contact her for spiritual coaching and further readings. So until then, you guys, I hope you have a beautiful weekend and week, and I look forward to continuing this conversation with you next Saturday. And until then, love and light to you all. Thank you.
you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.